Hello, this is Combat, this is Connor, and this is episode 95. I have two guests today for Cold Ones with Connor, episode six, I believe. My guests today are Warren Bingham Roberts and Beth Hieron Coles. I hope I pronounced your surname right, Beth. Forgive me if I didn't. Uh, friends that I met from festivals two to three years ago, and we're going to talk about UK life, festivals, lockdown, and more. Warren, Beth, how are you? Bye, thanks. You good? Yeah, all good, thank you. Okay, awesome. So I'm going to start with you first, Warren, if that's okay. Do you mind telling me a bit more about your background? You are from Gloucestershire, I believe, right? I am, yeah. Yeah, so originally from Gloucestershire. Then um, I did my degree in Exeter, so um, was there for three, four years. Um, and yeah, that's uh, sort of where I've been, location-wise. Um, yeah. Anything Anything else? Uh, not necessarily, I suppose that's kind of it. Beth, you are from Bristol. Did you go to uni in Bristol? What's your story? Uh, no, I'm from Bristol, but I just work full-time for the police, so that's me oh, at the moment. Oh, okay. So what kind of stuff do you do, if I may ask you? Um, so I just kind of like sort out everything that's going on, like operations and things. So like at the moment, Bristol, I don't know if you know, there's a lot of protests going on 24-7. Um, so currently we're just shoving police officers on it all the time and it's a nightmare. <laughs> what kind of protests? Is it like anti-lockdown or um, anti-restrictions? Or yeah, that and like there's like the, the kill the bill thing, like against the police and stuff. Um, but other than that, we do do fun stuff. Like you, we usually resource like Glastonbury. Like that's a big operation and like stuff like that really so it's quite fun yeah okay that's actually a really nice way to move on to our next topic which is glastonbury which actually no that's i've actually got that incorrect i was about to say we met at glastonbury we didn't we actually met at isle of Wight about a week before that so let's talk all about festivals then i'm going to give a shout out to festa because they introduced us i've had some pretty insane weeks there for good and for bad <laughs> no but only bad in terms of like the shy i talk so let's talk a bit about how we got involved in Festav. Warren, I'm going to go back to you. What was your Festav journey like? How did you find out about it? Tell me a bit more. Um, I think it was just word of mouth, really, initially. Um, so like one of my friends at uni was, it, it came up and they were sort of interested in doing it and wanted somewhere to go with. So um, that's how I got involved. I think my first one was Isle of Wight. So um well, actually, I think the only ones I've done with Festa so far are Isle of Wight and Glastonbury. Um, so I've done like the big ones. Three, three or four Isle of Wights and then two two Glastos. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how I got involved and then pretty much done one every year since uh, joining, really. Um, obviously not the last two years, but, but yeah, I mean, Isle of Wight, I think, is a hidden gem, really, in the festival calendar. Um, yeah, I think like that, that, that one you spoke about there, um, where all three of us were, um, it's probably one of the highlights. Um, that was a mental, mental few days. Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of how I've got involved with it. Yeah, it's just a bit silly. I've always got this image of talking absolute nonsense at a tent at what, God knows whatever time. The sun's coming up and someone just like, shut up! And I'm just carrying on because I've just not forgot. I'm still like out of my zone just talking absolute bullshit. Well, that was definitely one of my favourite weeks. <laughs> but, yeah. Move on to you, Beth, then. How did you get started out in first step? 
Um, I just like really want to go to some more festivals to be honest but my friends are quite like, limited to what they do because they're teachers so they like when obviously the festival was on it's not like kids holidays so they can't really get it off yeah. so I thought you know what I'm going to go on my own so I thought it was a, probably a good place to start going to a fest off because then you meet people there so um, yes yeah, so my friend from Isle of Wight um, when I met you both and I was camped next to your tent corner so I could hear you at all hours of the morning talking yeah. about Joe Rogan and everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think there were like three main things. Um, yeah. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> I'll top my show. Maybe. Yeah. And then, <laughs> no, then, then just after that, I just went to Glastonbury. Yeah. And I've only done two, but I wanted, obviously, I want to do more and they come back. I'm hoping to when we can. So. Yeah, of course. Um, I'm going to ask both of you again. You both volunteered solo. Now, one thing that puts a lot of people off going to festivals, maybe with an organization like Festa, is the fact that they might have to go solo for reasons like your friends can't get the time off or they don't want to, whatever. From both of your experiences, what advice would you give to somebody who wants to go to a festival but is nervous about going solo? Back to you, Warren. Um, I think the first one I went to solo was that one um, we, we've spoken about um, and it did turn out to be one of the best weekends ever. Um, I think first, well, before before I went, we'd sort of um, set up some group chat on Instagram anyway. I think first I've recently put something on the website where it's like a forum so you can post if you're going, if, if you're going alone. So I think that probably helped because um, we kind of knew a few people like sort of by name or by Instagram profile, at least, before going. Um, so yeah, I kind of, I've kind of spoken to Beth um, and a few others before doing that, uh, which, yeah, helped because then you, when you get there, you can sort of camp with those sorts of people um, rather than, yeah, kind of having to put so much effort in when you, once you get there. Um, and also we, we, we did luck out by um, being camped next to you guys. Um, and just sort of making friends with you on, on that first day. I think I, I sort of turned up in like summer clothes and it was like on, on the verge of raining or something. <laughs> and you were kind of just looking over, or it may have been you, it may have been someone else. You're just kind of looking over thinking, who's this idiot? Um, and then, yeah, I kind of broke the ice, I think. And yeah, we went from there. But um, yeah, I just yeah. think you, I do remember that where um, we, we had a car, Dom had a car, look at, look at him. So he brought us there and then we have a gazebo as well. And so everybody who doesn't have a car has to get a bus or a walk or a taxi for, to buy their alcohol. And then we're just looking at everyone drenched as fuck thinking, being a bit smug. Pretty <laughs> brutal. So Beth, um, can't, what's my initial question? Um, yeah, advice if somebody was to go solo but is hesitant for whatever reason, what advice would you give? Yeah, I think um just do it like that's what I did I was a bit worried but I thought oh you know what like you only live once don't you so just crack on really but um I think like finding like Warren I found you on the forum I think and then we followed each other on Instagram and then just spoke on there so when like Warren turned up not separately but we like kind of arranged like camp near each other didn't we um then you kind of have someone to just kind of stick with and yeah just meeting people on Instagram is definitely a lot more easier I think yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, um, this is thing as well because, like, you, you know, you, you get paired with. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I was just gonna say because probably um, there's gonna be quite a lot of people in a similar situation once you get there. Um, 
and then obviously you're going to be on shift anyway so you're going to meet loads of different people um and spend a lot of time um you know outside of the actual festival talking to them so um yeah it's quite easy once you get there because everyone's sort of like-minded you know you go into festivals because you enjoy them so yeah that definitely helps too i don't know what you mean i actually I yeah i think um as well. oh sorry sorry what? Um, yes, sorry. I feel like the majority of people kind of do do it on their own as well. I don't know if you feel the same, but I think most people I met there, apart from you, Connor, because you three were together, a lot of people did go alone. So people aren't going to be be the only ones there without a friend. Yeah, I know what you mean. That's a good way of looking at it. I've never done one solo, but I mean, I suppose I would do now. I just get lucky that, you know, I was a friend who seems to be able to go with me which is cool. Story time. I do remember, I don't know if you remember this, Warren. We had met prior, but the, we obviously spoke at the Isle of Wight 19. Yeah, we had met prior and I'm like, I recognise this guy. I think you had the similar, but we didn't realise where it was from. It turns out it was from like two years prior. Yeah, no, yeah, I, it was weird. Because um, I, def I definitely was like, yeah, I know this guy. But um, I think it wasn't until like, what, the last day or something? Or maybe even been at Glasgow or, or like the week after where we're like oh shit like that that's where we actually met but um but yeah yeah no that was that was good yeah awesome so the next question is going to be tricky this is where you're gonna to have to wrap your brains a little bit and um, of all the festivals you've been to then are there any particular highlights are there any ones that you think well that was unreal I'll use my example first to you know get you thinking probably shock horror Green Day High Park that was definitely there that moment when the best dub supervisor says, okay, you can go. And I fucking sprinted into the main stage of Green Day about the end. Uh, others probably drinking until the sunrise at the tent and just, I think that's when the podcast idea did come about in that session. So that's awesome. So yeah, drinking at a tent, running a Green Day. What are any other particular highlights that you two have from your own experiences so far? Um, I'd probably... But um, I think it was the 50th anniversary Isle of Wight, um, yeah. where it was like Sabian Friday night, I think Liam Gallagher Saturday night, and then the Killers on Sunday night. So the lineup was just insane. Um, and obviously, because it was the 50th anniversary, there was just a lot of extra stuff going on. Um, I think that was only my second Isle of Wight as well. So that was a really good one. But then. Um, yeah, the one where it was all of us together, just because it it just seemed nonstop. Like ever, even during the day, like we were doing stuff, we were like talking into the early hours. Um, and I think the fact that I had gone on my own and like we were all kind of new to each other, um, that just added to it as well. It just made it like such a crazy experience. And then, obviously, led into the last day, uh, the week after. So. Yeah, I think the Isle of Wights would, would probably be up there. The reason Glastos aren't up there for me is just because I always come away from it thinking, oh, I could have done a lot more, or like, I could have experienced a bit more, um, because it's just like so, there is just so much more going on. Like you, you probably need like five, five of them to like properly do everything. So yeah, Isle of Wights for me, I'd say. Okay, awesome. How about yourself there? Yeah, I'd probably say that Isle of Wights too. Like obviously Glastos, um, I think it was just really fun because we all met each other and it was quite chilled I thought that one um, one thing that I loved about the Isle of Wight is that on the last day me and Warren did a shift on the Sunday 
and I was so tired and like cold I was like you know what I think I'm gonna get get a train home tonight because I wasn't too bothered about seeing Biffy but then I thought now I'm gonna go see them and they're like my favorite band so like I'm so glad I stayed and that was probably one of my festival highlights like seeing Biffy that day yeah sure that's wicked yeah I mean yeah I know what you're saying though you think I hate the moment where you're not bothered about a band at the time so for example Biffy on that night well then three months later you get really into them Oh, yeah so, yeah not FOMO but the opposite yeah yeah I think that's the best thing though about like just festivals in general isn't it you just find bands that you didn't really like before or know of before then you end up loving them have you ever had an act that you've seen at a festival that's really surprised you where you thought this would be useless and it turns out to be unreal where you've loved it Uh, mine was probably mine was probably Biffy on that one, but um, who else? I don't really, I can't really think who else. Um, I, we seen um we went to see like picture this, didn't we, Warren at Isle of Wight? Because we just wanted to like sit down, but they were really good. <laughs> we found them. Don't know if you've heard of them, Connor. Never, no, don't think so. No, never heard. Yeah, like Irish or something. Yeah, we quite enjoyed them. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Pretty good show. Mine was probably Billie Eilish. I went with you, Warren, where I only had a vague knowledge of her at the time. But I know that sounds crazy to say, but this is two years ago. She she was big, but not enormous. And then I saw her at Glastonbury, Warren. I was ah, like, she's ridiculous. At 17, and that talent was unbelievable. I think we went into that as well. Well, I, I, I saw like Drakey was on saying, oh, yeah. Billy Joe Armstrong might come because they've got the same name. But um, yeah, no, that was a pretty good one. I think like for me, um, I got, I, I, we saw, uh, well, I do quite like Bastille anyway, but we saw them, I think it was at the, the last Isle of Wight. Um, and I don't know, they, they just kind of stood out for me and then uh, I sort of became, became a bit obsessed with them for a few weeks and saw them again at Glastow. Um, but yeah, I don't know, I can't really think of any others that were good. I mean, I... Oh, I, I, just, I just thought of the biggest surprise for me. Stormzy. Stormzy? Oh, good track, good track. Yeah, I actually missed him. Like, I wasn't bothered by Stormzy. Or did you see him? Stormzy at Glastonbury. Uh, no, everyone went except for me. I went to Tame Impala. Yeah. Just thought, yeah. Yeah, that Stormzy set at Glastonbury I thought was amazing. Okay, see so, it. Yeah, that sounds all right. And I wasn't, I wasn't like too bothered about going to it. I just thought, you know, I'm going to give it a go. Mm. Yeah, it was really good. Sometimes that's the best way. On the contrary, has there ever been a huge disappointment? Mine was Scouting for Girls, where I thought, because of the nostalgia, I thought they'd be amazing. And it was like watching Three Uncles at a Wedding. It was shocking. And I was so good, because they've got some great songs. Have you ever had any major disappointments at a festival? Yeah, I have. Um, I went to see Kings... Don't know if that's controversial. I don't know if any of you like them, but they're terrible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yourself, Warren? Um, 
you know, something I came away disappointed with was uh, Noel Gallagher, not because he was bad, but because I just can't remember a thing about it. Um, and like, I really wanted to see him. So I've seen like, I've seen, like Liam three times or something. Um, and then, yeah, that was the first chance I had to see Noel. And I, yeah, I literally, I, I can't remember one song. Was that when we were there together as well? Or, yeah, no, it would have been. Yeah, actually, it might yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can't even remember that. Like, but, um, yeah. So that's probably my biggest disappointment. But that was more from my side than rather than being because they were shit. What about you, Connor? My biggest disappointment. Is it just going for girls? You've got any more? Um, Scouting for girls is the main one. I'm trying. Uh, usually, I've been pleasantly surprised. I mean, Pink was a pleasant surprise. Justin Boom was actually Justin Bieber. Now, judge me for saying this and. People listening to this are going to think this guy's a clown, but I genuinely thought he'd be quite good. We went just for the experience, but it was A, the day after Green Day, so I was on a massive downer because you know, it's post-Green Day, I was always going to get that. I went so high, I was always going to go down. And he mined the whole thing, and I thought, what's the point in this? Because, you know, I, <laughs> as a guilty pleasure, he has some, you know, he can, he can sing a bit, and yeah, he mined the whole thing, and I was just hugely disappointed. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else. Definitely him. Yeah, they're the main ones. Usually I'm pleasantly surprised. Yeah, maybe Arctic Monkeys at Leeds 24... Sorry, I know you've got an Arctic poster behind you, but <laughs> they were a bit disappointed when I saw them. It was too pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's usually the way. Yeah, for real. So then, I suppose towards the end of the conversation then, guys, Warren and Beth, this question's a little... Hmm, might have to be a tiny bit creative. What would you like to happen at the next festival you go to? What I will say is I would like, say, let's say Glastonbury 50, when we, if all three of us get to go, you two probably definitely will. With my slight Asian adventure, which has gone on a bit too long, I might not get to, but we'll see. I'd like Paul McCartney, Taylor Swift, which was meant to happen. And then on, say, a Saturday or a Sunday midday, Billie Eilish and Billie Joe. That would be ideal. What, if you two, you know, could choose, what would you really like to happen? I know that's tricky. <laughs> Uh, an Oasis reunion, maybe, for, uh, for Glastow. Oh, <laughs> um, that yeah. would literally be ideal. But, uh... yeah. Jeez, <laughs> um, yeah, apart from that, like, I, w I was looking forward to seeing Paul McCartney. Just... Sorry, is that again? No, I was just saying, uh, you beat me with the Oasis reunion. I thought, how did that cross my oh, mind? Sorry. I thought you said that. <laughs> no, it's all right. Paul McCartney, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's never going to happen. Yeah, it'd be tricky. Yeah, I know Paul McCartney. I was looking forward to seeing him just because, you know, um, what to see to see a Beatle live probably one of the last times um, would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, Taylor Swift would have been would have been good too. Um, who was the third one? Um, was supposed to be there. The Kendrick. Oh, yeah, Kendrick, yeah. Um, yeah, I thought like the headliners would quite would have been quite good for that, but um, obviously uh, the 1975 would be up there for me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'd like to see them do a uh, Thursday headliner, or like just expand by an extra day for the 50th anniversary, given that it's been a two-year delay. Um, or even yeah, just kind of 
include a few more things. Um, you know, legend slot. You can maybe even put Paul McCartney in the legend slot, expand it a bit, and then have an extra headline in that day or something. Um, sure. But yeah. Yeah, Beth, I don't know. Yeah, I'd like them to stick with Paul McCartney and Taylor Swift. And I'd quite like them to shove in Little Arctic Monkeys on Friday because I've never seen them at a festival before. Um, but Legends slot, I feel like a bit controversial, but chucking Robbie Williams. As a legend? Yeah. I do, I do like him. I kinda, I, I'm not against that by any stretch, but as a legend? Like... <laughs> I mean, he's quite a legend. <laughs> Is Robbie Williams? Is he more of a legend? More of legend than Kylie, probably. Ooh. Yeah, I'm not the biggest Kylie fan, but Robbie, I've been listening, weirdly enough, I've been listening the last few days, <laughs> I kind of realised, I forgot how big he was, say in the mid-2000s, he was huge. And Angels, <laughs> still top 10 tracks of all time. Yeah. <laughs> He's still probably up there. Exactly. I feel like he's a legend, but... Other people, I feel like I really want to see Harry Styles at Glastonbury. I feel like it's perfect. Love him in. Don't get me started. <laughs> Don't get me started on Haz. <laughs> I'm a fan as well. Yeah. Okay. Do you think Glastonbury will be on next year? Glastonbury next year. Um, yeah, I'm going to say it will be. Yeah, I'm going to say it will. Um, it'll be tricky, of course. Connor, you need to come back now. I do, yeah. I mean, I actually am planning on coming back next summer, disclaimer, because it's been two years, which is a crazy long time. So I think by next summer, I'll be ready to come back and, yeah, double a bit in the UK again. So hopefully, yeah, I come back and I've not missed anything with the festivals, really. Like, I'll miss Reading Leeds. Is Isla White going ahead? I'll probably miss that. If it is, well, I definitely will. So, yeah, hopefully I can come back for Glastonbury, literally tie it in. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you've got to do it. Yeah, for real. Can't miss it. Yeah. But yeah, um, unless you guys have any final thoughts, I would like to say thank you to both of you for making your debut on Cold Ones. Uh, just a disclaimer, we're going to do more of these in the future. Uh, at Isla White or Glastonbury, around a tent with an absolute ton of Cold Ones. And I'm going to be talking twice as much nonsense. So I'm looking forward to that. But thank you for getting the ball rolling today. Yeah, that sounds good. We'll definitely join in on these ones. Sounds sounds cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cheers, Connor. No worries. So yeah, all the best, guys, and I'll let you know once yeah, this is you. up.